1: Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February twenty eighth. Andy, how are we doing?
0: Brendan doing good. Despite, you know, my all my neighbors here in Chicago are having a tough night. What are the neighbors what's wrong with the neighbors? What do you mean? Oh, Chicago's Big Ten team just just took a tough tough L tonight.
1: Are they crying <laughs> in the streets? Melancholy?
0: Yeah, all all the you know, Chicago's Big Ten team, Northwestern just
1: live and die with every Northwestern, bat. aren't they six and 20 or something like that this <laughs> yeah. year? So I think they're out late February. Maybe they've all checked out.
0: I think they're all on to golf season. They're all rooting for Maddie Fitz.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, congrats to Eli, Eli I. That's a, that's a white hot rivalry. You know, the big Chicago the, the, the team that owns the upstate, you know, metropolis and then. Let me no. tell
0: you, Chicago yeah. gets the top Chicagoland recruits every year, right? I mean, uh Northwestern gets the top Chicagoland recruits year in, year out, there, right?
1: Yeah. Derek well, Rose, straight up to... Anthony,
0: Anthony Davis, Jabari Parker, all of them, Northwestern commits.
1: Fantastic. All right, should we do a little... uh You excited for the weekend, Friday? Did you have a good Friday, Junior? I had a good Friday, Junior.
0: I'm, I'm excited to do... Not a lot this weekend. What about you? What do you got going on? I
1: oh, this weekend's a nightmare. I have a birthday party tomorrow, a kids birthday party, my my oldest son. How old? 7. 7. You That's know, big number. Not a We sent out this invite, a big list. We didn't get one single no on the RSVP. <laughs> Every single person responded yes. There's 27 people every boy in his class and these birthday parties, like we, we booked for like 20 or 24. It's the biggest racket. You'll, you'll come to know this when you have kids, they like rent a warehouse, throw a couple of trampolines and get a bottle of Purell, order some pizzas and charge you like a grand. It's like the biggest rip off this birthday party. Like racket is such a ripoff. So now we got everybody RSVP. And yes, it's just going up incrementally by a couple hundred bucks. And then I have, I have a uh, a sister-in-law's baby shower with like 40 women coming to my house on Saturday. So I got a kid's B-Day party. It's an intense weekend ahead. I don't know a lot it's of a, golf. This
0: a double, double header.
1: I want to apologize in advance for the audio quality here. Comcast just completely shit themselves. They're in my neighborhood this week. Or today, I'm sorry. They're out all day. All day losing it. A TV won't work. No internet. Nothing. All day here Thursday. NBC sport, like the, uh, I can't get PGA tour to live to work on my mobile phone. So I like, I watched almost no golf today. Well, the only golf I saw, I got cable came back for a second. I saw like a bunch of VJ saying putting and like, that's it. That's all I saw today at the Honda let class. Me t-
0: let me tell you Comcast, something.
1: Bad day for that little mom and pop shop, uh, up in NBC Philadelphia. sports
0: gold is a complete dumpster fire. Two weeks in a row. Now I've tried to watch it on my Apple TV. The app doesn't work. It does it does not work. I cannot even like scroll on the thing. I've tried it on both both my TVs. Actually all three of my TVs. And none the app just doesn't work.
1: It's uh I I heard about this from like a EPL friends like soccer friends or colleagues that watch a lot of soccer. They would always holler about NBC Sports. Hey Bowl.
0: Speaking of the uh, the kid's birthday, my
1: I went yeah. to my niece's birthday a
0: couple of years ago and yeah. uh it That's was
1: turned from streaming. Well, yeah. it was
0: it reminded me. It, it was in this place is one of the this guy is this guy is a tremendous businessman whoever this is. He has yeah. a um a showroom for playground equipment. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. Yes. <laughs> and and, and he does birthdays before the the showroom
1: opens. Oh, yeah.
2: It was like they,
1: a 9 a.m. birthday party. They charge you like 500 bucks. It's just, there's they put nothing into it. It's a warehouse. And they throw a couple trampolines in there or a slide or whatever, a ball pit. Nothing into it. They invest at it, Like the overhead is nothing. Concrete warehouse. Hey. I, it, it's uh, maybe it's where you, I live. You, you call, call, a,
0: to... call it a racket, you know. I say this: these guys are s- tremendous modern capitalists.
1: I'm just trying to get out of the cycle because it's just like,
0: why don't you, why don't you do it somewhere else? Then
1: this is the last one. You... Ooh, there's nowhere to go. We you, did it. We tried pitch... it once. Our... We you... tried it once. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So we did it once in our house. Then you got all these rugrats running through and you end up spending a ton of money on that. Anyways, buying food and drinks and the parents got, you got to buy alcohol for the parents. It was worse. It was worse. There's just no easy out. This is the last party I think we're ever going to
0: See, so they're just, they're, they're providing a, they're providing a service for a need. You know, yeah. this is, this is good capitalism.
1: It's not, it's not worth it. I think this is it. All right. Let's get on to uh, some Should podcasts. Should we stay
0: on capitalism?
1: Yeah. Let's stay on capitalism. We have a little podcast business to announce. We are very, very, very excited about this. It's been in Uh, the works for a while. We now have our our own blend of coffee at BixbyCoffee.com. It's the Shotgun Start Blend. We had significant input into the blend. Uh, A lot of you guys, many of you guys have stayed on as subscribers there. And hopefully you subscribe to Shotgun Start Blend as well or switch it over to Shotgun Start Blend. Right now it's uh seventeen dollars if you subscribe to the service. So you can that subscription can be whatever they send you a bag every two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. So it's seventeen bucks for a bag of the shotgun start blend. We picked it out, we tasted it. We I tasted got all, it.
0: You you were you, sick. You had you had <laughs> you had the you had the coronavirus at the time.
1: You got all looped up on caffeine. Who knows where your taste buds were by the end of it. Um, like, but it's our blend. So at a more serious note, like I'll just say like a lot of you guys reach out to us often saying, like, how can we support the pod beyond listening? Like, hopefully this is a way. We're not telling you, you have to, but hopefully this we get a cut of this. We're, uh, full disclosure, we get a cut. We're not the PGA tour. This is a not a non profit. We are will profit from this if you buy it. Um <laughs> So <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about the experience of, uh, of tasting well, this. So let me just say, this is a way to support us. We will get a cut of it. Bixby's been riding with us. They were the first sponsor. They came in with us. They showed there were listeners before they were sponsors. They, they are golfers. They are part of the tribe. And, uh, they were the first ones to ever sponsor us when our audience was maybe half the size it is now this time last year. And, uh, so they came in and, and this is just a way we will get a cut. And it's not like a money that's just going to nothing. You know, it's not a Patreon account. It's like you're hopefully getting coffee that you like and coffee that you need and coffee that you want and you will use. So um, that's not a plea to go get it, but I'm just being up front. If you'd like to support us, this is a way to do it. What was the process like going to the bean factory? Are you just so, swimming in beans?
0: So I took a I took a 6 a.m. flight out there. And, you know, Miles and Remington, the Bixby guys, they're like, just don't drink coffee. So are they the
1: Bixby guys, and we're now the Bixby boys? Yeah, I guess that,
0: that works. Okay. They're, they're like, don't drink any coffee. And I'm like, well, that's impossible. You know? <laughs> 6 a.m. flight. 6 a.m. flight. Yeah. Um, so I, I get there. I'm like kind of like, you know, when you take a really early flight, you're woozy, and you're just kind of loopy in general when you're up at. Yeah. Three yep. thirty in the morning to get on the yep. six six a.m. flight, and we get th- I get there and they got like fifteen different coffees lined up ready to go. Oh, sh- like cups or so, shot glasses? Like cups, but we took <coughs> we took a sip of each one. We took like a a shot glass of each one of them hot, and then yep. we went back through them cold, like room temperature. Room temperature coffee uh, actually accentuates the flavors more. It's something okay. I learned it's very true so we tried all these coffees and we settled on on this blend so it's a costa rica colombian blend it's uh it's really
1: good specialty blend specialty blend it costs a little bit more not not excessive not the most but it's 17 bucks if you subscribe it's 20 bucks if you buy it once so we encourage you to subscribe free shipping Always free shipping. free shipping. We looked at the competitors out there. Usually you can get Dane five, six bucks for shipping. This is always free shipping. Uh, so it's 17 bucks up front. They roast it that day. We, we, you know the sales pitch if you're listening. It's yeah. not been sitting on a grocery store shelf for six months, you know, just getting stale and nasty. It's roasted that day, thrown in the bag, sent out to your address. Cross country for me, it's always been like two, three days. Uh, really fast. I don't know. It so it's the shotgun start blend. It's got our new logo. It's got the sticker on it. It's got our blurb. Worse for the wear repair is what it's called. So uh, yeah, we're just introducing it now. If you want to get on board? We'd appreciate it. But
0: we got whole bean and uh fresh ground right now. Yeah. We might add K cups, but if you're a Keurig user, just go get one of those reusable, eco-friendly K cups. You can buy them on Amazon, and you then you can have fresher. It's it's better coffee to do it that way i have a keurig i use that system you know and it's better for the environment
1: and if you subscribe you know maybe little perks will start coming we'll see maybe a couple months down the road you get a mug maybe 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 get get some merchandise you might get get some merchandise outback gift card you know any whatever you whatever it may be so thanks again for stickers thanks again to bixby out there miles remington oh should probably provide some details. If you are already subscribed and you want to switch to this, say you're getting the dark roast now, and you want to switch to Shotgun Start, send them an email at hi, H-I, at shit. Is it bixbycoffee.com? Yeah,
0: that's what it is. Hi at bixbycoffee.com.
1: Or you, I think you can edit your account. But if you're completely incapable of doing so, just send an email. You can edit your account on the website. But So and, that's if you're already a subscriber, which I think a lot of Shotgun Start listeners are. So, All right. Should we get on with it? Yeah, I think I don't think people want to hear about our coffee anymore. Any more details? I just want to make sure we didn't miss anything pertinent. So, all right, scores. What do we want to do here? Honda. Let's start with a Honda. Tom Lewis, not not the Englishman you probably anticipated being on the top of the leaderboard. Tom Lewis. Well, there's a, there's another Englishman right there <laughs>
0: near the top of the leaderboard.
1: Well, there's actually an Englishman T one. Tom Lewis and Harris English as well. So there we go. Thomas <laughs> Thomas Joe cover sixty six at a uh, PGA National, which is kind of tame for Thursday. You know, it's what he, it was so hard this morning. Oh, I'm talking about the the people outside the ropes. Oh, I'm not, I'm not talking about substantive things, but yeah, it was tough. It was tough this morning. It was blowing. Ricky got blown out to see seventy six. So he was playing again tonight. Did you see that? No playing turtle creek emergency nine he said so uh tom lewis harris english was it
0: sponsored time. emergency nine was he, he just pick up a five hour energy sponsorship that's, that's, that's
1: good that's let, a good point what was the was, angle there?
0: let not let us in a little bit on his life could pick that's up like, a new
1: sponsor twenty thousand dollar fee collect walking off i don't know um so those are your leaders we have Zach Johnson in the mix, Cameron Tringali, JT Poston. I think and, you're uh, burying
0: the lead here. T
1: three, Lee Westwood, your boy.
0: Westie was just a machine out there. This is this is just so such good conditions for Westie It How would do you be say that? well, it's blowing. It's it's a it's a pure execution test, and there are few in the world that are better at executing than Lee Westwood. Now, and the greens are pretty pretty flat. You know, the the challenge doesn't come on the on and around the greens at PGA National, it comes getting to the green. Yeah. And that's where Westy is just surgical. So it it could be a good weekend on Westwood Island. He could I mean he's like thirtieth in the world right now. He could be like a top twenty player if he wins this week. Yeah. Who would ever have thought we'd be saying that?
1: I saw another article. The the narrative now is, you know. Laid back Westwood doesn't care. I, I forget what the headline was. Something like that. Laid back Lee Westwood just doesn't give a damn anymore. So the good husky, for him. the Husky Boy is playing well too. People were sending me messages: Is the Husky Boy no longer the Husky Boy? Slimmed down, which that was that was more of like a, a youth a uh, youthful problem problem in his <laughs> youth back in. Uh, in was Korea. it Thailand? Korea, Korea. Uh, in Korea where he said I was a husky boy growing up and I just started playing golf. He, he started walking
0: all the time. And next thing you know, it's
1: a million dollar career, a seven figure career. So uh, husky boy had a good one. I don't know. There wasn't Brooksy was sort of Brooks, uneven. Yeah. He didn't play good um, for T one Oh three is Brooks done. I had some people, what friends in the trade, you know, just napalming my text, text messages. I'll I'll tell you what Brooks Brooks is over the Brooks fat. The Brooks is over.
0: What, what, how can you ever say anything that Brooks is over when we haven't played the the last major he played and he finished what fourth and the last, the last three majors, he's the worst. He's finished uh, the last four majors. The worst he's finished is fourth (sighs) and he hasn't played. him. He doesn't care. Yeah. You, when he, if he plays bad in three majors, that could be maybe a take. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. that is that's a bad take, it's a premature take. Now
1: he's saying his knee feels great and it's, he's it's a walking a, contradiction, complete opposite of what he told Todd Lewis at Riviera, where he said it feels horrible, It'll never be 100% again. I don't, maybe we blew that out of proportion. Now he's trying to get us back in line. I don't know. Um, any other Honda thoughts? Let me ask you a
0: question. Uh, I just discovered something. What on the shot tracker on PGA yeah. Tour?
1: Yeah, it says,
0: shows projected points. You know, and it shows like the points that the, each guy would get. And it's Tom Lewis five hundred, Harris English five hundred, Zach Johnson one twenty five, Tringali one twenty five, Poston one twenty five, Lee Westwood nothing. <laughs>
1: He's the sponsors, right? I think maybe yeah, no, but, but
0: but nothing w- would be yeah. almost more symbolic of him being a UPS guy.
1: UPS. <laughs> hey, we have a UPS guy on uh, f- uh PGA Tour Live again, second straight week. I'm Who con- in?
0: I'm convinced that they they kept what? I'm convinced they kept Westwood out of fan vote Friday because they were like, Oh shit, he's gonna win again if we put him in there. <clears throat> But the Usti's, they
1: ended up with Oostie.
0: I know. this is a, It's a great win. Well, it's a win-win. Win.
1: They were up against Luke Donald, Stuart Sink, and VJ Singh, which is like, <laughs> I mean, come on. That's like, who's, who's getting trounced in the, like, who got blown up? Corey Booker. Who's one of these people that had to drop? Martin O'Malley is the one I always go to. But uh, Tom Steyer, who's ever getting 0.2% of the vote. So Lowry, Westwood, and Oostezen got 84%. Wasn't really close, Fan vote Friday. So they'll be on. Um, speaking of the PGA Tour stuff, you're talking about Shot Tracker. Everyone's sending us this video of the planting flowers at TPC Sawgrass.
0: Yes. Na- Nandy, the Nandy Man sent me this.
1: And it's like they got this flower barge going out to this island, the tree, the, not the green, the other one with the tree. And it's they call it like Flower Island. They got all these terms for it. It's like, I want... They clearly sent out like all these, you know, cameras and things, and they're they spending all this money to document the flower barge and the flower plant thing. At some just, just there's no these guys wonder maybe they want more money, more cut. Like let's spend less money on flower barges and production of flower barge content. That like, maybe why don't we do a video about. Installation of the CT machine on the first and tenth. Like, Where's that one? Why do we? Why do we got to document the flower plan thing on the island at seven, uh, the seventeenth pond? I don't know. It's,
0: I don't know who's interested in that content. The thing that's more alarming to me is that somebody thought that video was a good idea. And oh, people are going to love this. People are people are wondering how do we plant flowers out there. Like how do you think you plant flowers out there? Planting flowers is not an entertaining process. No,
1: it's not.
0: It's like not something that's interesting to watch.
1: It's not. It's not. God. Did Wait, you uh, see did you see the other big players video this week? Thousands of dollars in flowers. They got workers, there's labor, they got cameras, they got uh, barges. It's thousands and thousands of dollars are spent on this. What's D- the other one? D- it was uh, our boy Carson
0: Daly oh, play, I... playing golf with a uh, Holly Saunders kid at TPC Sawgrass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holly in Vegas, Dave's firstborn, <laughs> already playing with Carson Daly.
0: Yeah, huh? and, and and just shooting the shooting the bull. Carson telling him about his music. His life and music. Is Sam
1: Saunders in the field? I don't know. He can't. I think he's a local resident, but I don't. Is he in the field? I don't think he's in the field. I just, in the ad they're running, it's an unparalleled challenge and also the gold standard. They, they're just confused. There's too many, too many, there's too many gimmicks, too many phrases, too many cliches. You can't, you just use one tradition unlike any other. The golf's whatever. Gold gold standard test. It's an unparalleled challenge and a gold standard. What was the other one? Ultimate paradox. Whatever the fuck that means. I just gotta the the ad, the one the whatever one that's not Rory talking about the walk from sixteen to seventeen. The other one. You know what
0: I? You know I think they should do. Yeah. They should sell tickets for fans to sit on the flower barge.
1: To recoup some of the
0: costs, yeah. mitigate mitigate the VIP the experience on the flower barge.
1: Is it loose? Is it docked, or is it just kind of floating? Float, aimlessly, floating, aimlessly <laughs> out there. Yeah, just oh, floating. They could, get, they could get some, you know, brokerage or somebody to sponsor that in a second.
0: they you gotta get Ricky's agent on it. That's all they have to do. Maybe Ricky will sit, hang out on it too.
1: While we're we're on the subject of sponsors, somebody texted me. So Bryson just announced he's committed to the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And somebody suggested to me that like 3M going to understand human potential, he thinks this is actually about rockets and he wants to learn about rocket scientists. (laughs) And he's actually going up there because he thinks he's going to learn about rocket science. And that's no understanding that it's actually a mortgage company.
0: I was thinking he might want to l- learn about subprime loans.
1: <laughs> Last one. While we're on the subject of definite not golf matters. I was just thinking about this tonight. How many guys As on tour do you think actually drive a Honda? None. You think none? I could see like a Zach Johnson, maybe. Zach Johnson's career earnings is like $50 million or something. All right. Um, I could see. Who do you think drives a Honda? They got to have kids. Charlie Hoffman. JJ maybe. Henry. Is he talking about like an Odyssey, like the van, or like a Civic?
0: I think he would drive like the pilot. I could see him driving the Honda Pilot.
1: Pilot's a good car. I don't have it's one, great. but I looked at one.
0: I, I wish I had a pilot. You know? Pilot.
1: Pilot's uh, a quality, quality vehicle. Jo-
0: Johnson Wagner?
1: <laughs> yeah, he might have one. David Hearn might have one. David Hearn might have a Honda Fit, like a little mini Honda Fit. Environmentally <laughs> conscious. I'm just wondering, like Honda, who, who's, you know, you get these like BMWs and Mercedes, and I'm not saying one's better than the other, but it's just wondering if anyone uses a Honda. It's like LeBron, like, like
0: Chris, game. Chris Baker could, you know, guy who's been banging around for a long time. That's true. I think John Huh could.
1: Huh. (laughs) All right. Uh, Any other thoughts on South Florida coming out of South Florida?
0: Oh, yeah. I got some more.
1: We had a mutiny in the troops this morning.
0: Oh, that was great.
1: Billy Horschel. So so you want to know? I I woke up. I had like a bunch of text messages about this. I don't know why I'm the default, you know, Department of Defense reporter right now with the troops, but apparently there's some like the tour guy like the guy who works the, their tour rep or works in the tour van that Horschel followed over there from ping guy named Matt. I forget his last name, Dr. Bob and cost cutting measures got rid of him. Horschel's immediately out. And I heard, which would be even a bigger blow. Big Bill Revy is pissed about it. Wants Maybe wants to get out. He just started with PXG.
0: I think, I think that the army might, might not exist in a couple of years. <laughs> I think that this experiment's gone very, very, very poorly for Mister Domain Squatter.
1: <laughs> There's a coup against the general, overthrowing the general. Uh, but
0: <sighs> it it it's really fascinating to see. Wonder when did Horschel make this change?
1: <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, was he still wearing the hat? He had a he had a Florida Gators hat on today, so I think he was. I don't know. I don't know if he was wearing it or not last last week because obviously he played well last week. So I don't know that. That was the big, big news. The troops troops news. I had something else on that. I wanted to say, but I forget what else out of South Florida. Anything?
0: Um. Yeah, we got Harris English in first place on a sponsor's exemption. We talked about that. Wasn't, guess. Guess his FedEx cup position. Oh, heading he's playing in well. End of this end of this week. He's playing well. Guess his FedEx Cup position starting the week, where he was? 48. 30th.
1: Playing We're like
0: halfway through the season.
1: Playing on a sponsor's exemption.
0: I know that he doesn't have sta- I know, I understand. Yeah. For everybody, I understand that he doesn't have status. My issue is. What the hell is going on with this system that we get s- s- just killed with these updates all the time and a guy's in 30th and he can't get into events without sponsored exemptions or Monday qualify.
1: Especially, like, we're talking about a event that's, like, not loaded, you know? It's thin. It has a ton of, yeah, I don't know. The only thing well, I, I could, like... there's 12 guys on major medicals in the field.
0: This would be like if some guy was just blowing up the G League... In the NBA for forty eight every night, and and no team signed him.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe you, maybe huh? even got a fifteen day contract, and it went for thirty. A couple of nights on the fifteen day contract, and then got sent back down, and nobody's like, "Oh, we should sign him." <laughs> like, if he's playing really well, you're the PGA tour. You're you're supposed to show the best players in the world. This guy's yep. playing very well. He's proven that he's playing at an elite caliber this year. You, you get him playing. You got to make an amendment to the whole yeah. stupid system.
1: Does the FedEx Cup points matter or do they not? What are they? What, do, what value do they have? You none. Know? Apparently none. Well, I wonder if they took back the FedEx Club Championship. Is that no longer a major? Like a guy who won the Western Open pxg's fedex club championship now that he's bailed
0: all right one other thing Yep. it, it there's like a distinct advantage in draws and it could even further distance itself because usually it, in south florida the wind picks up every day like a it's like a a clock it, 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 every day at ten thirty to 11 all of a sudden the wind just starts going this morning it was howling and then it laid down for like part of the afternoon, which is so rare. Yep. So the guys in the afternoon got a substantially better draw, which is very rare. And yep. then they might get the calm conditions tomorrow morning and the afternoon, the morning afternoon could just get completely screwed.
1: Yep. Yep. It's it's rare. Yeah. It's like rare. a it's like a,
0: almost like an open championship like sure. draw situation sure. that could Words. that could happen. Usually doesn't fluctuate. Like for that. those interested, South know.
1: Florida. Who do you think said the Square Grouper tonight? Getting worse for the wear. Um, does Brian it, Gay T one hundred and three. Brian Gay.
0: It depends if Ricky's got a uh a commercial shoot.
1: Matt Every T one hundred
0: and three. Um, Siwoo cebu might be recording his latest. What's that? Those videos called Cameo Cameo there from the
1: Square Grouper.
0: Yeah. Oh god. I could see ha- I could see Henrik Norlander there.
1: Did you see VJ's putting today? Yeah. The left hand just with a glove on. With a golf glove on. Kind of fascinating. I'm sure he has a theory behind it. All right, let's get off uh Honda. Oh I bet
0: D- I bet DJ Trahan's at the square grouper.
1: Oh yeah, The sw- son of the swing surgeon. Wasn't he? Eh, never mind. I think he's a member of Charleston somewhere, right? Charleston might be Charleston Country Club. I'm not sure. Okay, never mind. Uh, all right, the Oman Open. We have an Italian on, on which I didn't know they were allowed to play this week. Guido <laughs> Nigliazi.
2: <laughs> They're
0: allowed to play.
1: I thought they were all quarantined or put in a shipping container and sent. Well, back... one of them was. I know. I'm kidding. I know it's not. I mean, Guido Migliazzi leads six under uh, over Rasmus Hojgaard. I can never get that one. Tay Hai Lee, who I think was DFL at the WGC last week, immediately T2 back on the Euro tour, the friendly confines of the Euro tour. And uh, Brandon Stone. I don't have anything to say. All these scores will change. All, all of the time.
0: scores will change. That That lose. situation in the morning was crazy.
1: Last night, I saw yeah. it first come up. AP, uh, what was it? Dodo Molinari and uh, Gagli. What's What's the guy's name? Lorenzo? Yeah, the Italian guy. Uh, G- Gally. Gally. Uh, Gagli. Gagli. I don't were, have his were, name in front of me right They now. had to withdraw due to coronavirus concerns. They were quarantined, tested. I guess they came back fine. Eduardo Molinari was like, Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm fine. I guess because there was concern more with Gagley. Mm -hmm. He was exposed to him. And by the morning, they were then put back in the field. Field was bumped two more, you know, because they put the
0: alternates in.
1: Right. So you can't take them out. So here we went from 144 to 146. So no coronavirus in Muscat at the moment.
0: Gagley is uh, is in 12th place right now.
1: There you go. Playing good. From being locked in a quarantine room to 12th place on the European tour. Not bad.
0: Both Italians are playing well.
1: Yeah. the, the Golf needs more Guidos, in my opinion. So all right. At the Corn Ferry Tour, the El Basque, El Basque, Mexico Championship, presented by ANOVA. Brian Ritchie leads. Mark Hensby by a shot. Hensby's a guy who was suspended. He got popped, right? Yeah, I think performance it's enhancers. Like ridiculous, some sort of ridiculous PED suspension. They never get the the star players or the actual like performance enhancers. But yeah, Hensby gets Hensby is on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's a shot off the lead in Mexico. Nick Hardy, T four. That'll that will that gotta excite you. Get you going a little. Derek Ernst, the ghost of Derek Ernst, T eleven. Good to see him, former Quail Hollow legend.
0: Another good good finish for Hardy. He's gonna have his card locked up.
1: Absolutely can't watch it anywhere, no TV. But uh, get a track leaderboards. I, not even shot trackers. I like tracking the play by play. It's
0: one of my favorite things to do. You know, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> shot at, from fairway, <laughs>
1: shot from rough, third shot from fringe. All right, let's. Uh, I got nothing else. Kolegar doesn't start till tomorrow, so till, or till Friday if you're listening this Friday. News? Should we do news?
0: Yeah, let's do news. We already uh, hit some of the news.
1: I thought this was interesting. Thought I'd bring it up with you, which I think it'll make it frustrate you. Do you see Marty sleeps talk this week on the wide variety of topics?
0: I saw like that's one crazy. one quote, but not a lot.
1: Um. So the RNA, it appears, heavily influencing their ROTA is attendance. And if you, how much you can, what your capacity, what your course's capacity can be. So they're setting, it's not a hard and fast line. They have this 200,000 threshold. Gotta, they want 200,000 fans. And Muirfield and Turnberry do not have not come close to that recently and there are concerns about, well, Turnberry is much more remote. Obviously, set aside the Trump part, like, that's a thing that they dance around, but might be a thing that is precluding them. Uh, who knows? That could be, like, <coughs> set aside the Trump issue for them. But because it's remote, not as many, they said they got like 130,000 last time. And the same with Muirfield; they didn't get close to two They're trying to make it Edinburgh's open and they're determining the road a little bit based off this attendance thing. Um, 200,000 fans. It's a bit alarming
0: to not see the trend. you know, that they should be going downsizing the fans.
1: Well, here's now let's contrast this and then we'll talk about it. At Wingfoot, this is Mike Doherty in the Journal News <clears throat> article on Wingfoot and conditioning just about how the members really, based on a, after 2006, were not thrilled with the damage done to the East course with all the infrastructure, all the fans, and it just never really came back. And they were supposed to have the Chambers Bay US Open 2015, but they passed. They're like, we don't. And there was just a cooling, a cooling period between the USGA and Wayne Foot. So I guess this time around, they're like, we're back in, you know, everything got you know, USGA, Wingfoot got back at the table and settled on 20, 2020, but they're actually limiting tickets because of those concerns. They're talking to the membership. USGA is going to take, you know, limit some of the ticket availability just so the East course maybe gets a little less, you know, damage, a little less foot traffic. So they, the sales have been capped at lower numbers. So it's kind of very too demonstrative in, in a major market in New York area. Two very different approaches that we're hearing. Now, I don't know the USGA is like they can attract a lot of fans. They may be well over 200,000. They didn't give specific numbers. But they're lowering numbers based off of a 2006 issue, almost 14 years ago, and versus the RNA, whereas Muirfield has work to do to get, you know, maybe the best course in the Rota. There's a fan issue. That's, that's,
0: it's, it's ridiculous to, to prohibit. And it's not like, I mean, some years you're going to do better. Some years you're not going to do as well. You have to realize it's a floating thing. And yeah. like the, the championship is going to do better. Like the year after Muirfield, if there's an awesome championship at Muirfield, like yeah. the next year, people are going to be like, Oh, I'm going to the open. Right. Yeah. You know, in some years you're going to kill it. In other years, if you go to a venue that might not draw as well, but is like one of your best venues, you know you're going to make it up the next year. Is yep. my theory at least? Yep,
1: yep, yep. I think as you start to build out the scale of the open and position it, infrastructure becomes really important. We need to have much more detailed talks with the Scottish government about infrastructure for Turnberry um we're spending a lot of our time on how to get 200,000 people around Muirfield how do we get Muirfield to be Edinburgh's open trying to bring every venue up to 200,000 200, attendance figure because that's where the open needs to be that's a much more interesting problem and a much more important problem to solve important problem think, much more important problem
0: this is the, this is what he's worried about and they have like the worst digital coverage of any major the open yeah like with the uh with the with the website they don't have shot tracker they don't oh, have like that's... it's like why don't you figure out ways you can reach the worldwide audience better rather than like a couple thousand fans here and there
1: yeah I was going to say, I like kind of some of what they do on like their social media videos. I viewers. like that. I'm saying, like, like, they just like, they don't do nonsense. They like do really cool, like, look backs. And I don't know. I like the, their branding and all that shit. But the fact I that I, I can't,
0: saying. like, I can't follow the player I want to follow and see where they're, what they're doing on holes is crazy to me.
1: So more digital for, information.
0: For a major right? championship. And gotcha. they're worried about getting 10,000 extra fans in. Gotcha.
1: It's, yeah. I think it's a very different approach we're generally marty sleeps backers proponents
0: here we we like marty sleeps for his traditional views this is a very traditional view but one that's been outdated a little bit i think
2: yeah we
0: we uh, like his views on tradition of the game with the ct machine (laughs) popping popping
1: cheaters so i mean i think the usga's position is like hey Wingfoot is a long historic, long held historic partner. If they want to have low we'll cap ticket sales, take a slight hit there. Maybe the members aren't as pissed off about the East course getting beat up. Whereas it, Muirfield, like now that they've solved their, I don't know if they've solved it, but they will be admitting women members. Like that should be in the Rota. It should be in the Rota. It's, it's, it's a, like Wingfoot. It's, it's a legendary course that is uh, a part of the open's identity. So it's just interesting. It's part again, part of the like open's
0: it's fabric. Flexible. It's part of the fabric of the tapestry.
1: Not totally inflexible on the two hundred thousand number, but he seemed pretty do you, th- do pretty you think it's a
0: flexible hand. fabric? The open tapestry. What are we
1: talking about? The open tapestry. Other news. Um my head's been buried in the sand. Is Greg Norman running some contest about what's yes the fan? Is that really a thing? And I didn't bother <laughs> some, to even look at
0: it. There's some ridiculous hashtag. I Greg think Norman's the,
1: biggest fan.
0: Yeah, something. It's like uh, something. I can't remember the hashtag is. It's a contest. Is this like a
1: Saturday Night Live skit. Is this a parody? What he I, wants. You need to submit your devotion and submit just how uh ardent of a fan you are of greg norman who hasn't played professional golf in like 20 years 15 years
0: here, here we go here we go is this it right. really a contest has- where you, get, you get a you <laughs> get a
1: free shark
0: shirt you get a free golf shirt here here is the the instagram post seeing the submissions that have poured in over the past two weeks have, has been touching i will look forward to sharing some of your stories with the rest of the world while tomorrow is the last day for you to submit the hashtag Greg Norman's biggest fan, I will be selecting the top three submissions to be voted on by you in the coming weeks. Good who luck. thought
1: this was a good idea? Baby shark, probably. What a vain, just navel-gazing disaster.
2: <laughs>
1: who thinks about? Who thinks this is a good idea? Who Who thinks this looks good? Baby shark. This had to be a baby shark idea. All right, that's not really news, but I had it down here. Uh, other things: Brooksy on the PGL. I just want to go where the best players are. Rory can have his opinion. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be swayed by it. I'm not quoting him here. I'm paraphrasing. But any reaction to that?
0: Um, I I think that's I think that's what the reality is. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a matter of of when everybody goes or everybody doesn't and it's going to go really quick you know i'm guessing yeah. that there's that seminal pro member on monday yes I'm, guess, I'm guessing that uh guessing there'll be a lot of a lot of pgl talk It's my guess yeah just a just a hunch
1: seems like more than a guess it's guess a hunch. Like, hunch it's just okay. a hunch all right PGL talk sure sure okay uh, all right that's all i got for news should we do flashback
0: Uh yeah let's do flashback you got any other
1: news did you have other news you hesitated there
0: No i don't have any other news
1: <laughs> All right i've got i've ball-
0: got a lot of news uh, personal news that i could talk about but not not golf
1: news I don't know where you're going with that I'm just saying okay. like
0: a lot of n- just general news things I Oh, could I talk see about. okay
1: sure <laughs> sure All right um do you want to
0: do? You got a flashback to?
1: Yeah, this started as just an Instagram post, and then it was going on for, uh, you know, for paragraphs and paragraphs. It's like I'll just make it a quick flashback on Friday. So Yarmo Sandelin, Monday qualified into the Kolar Dump in a Box Classic, and I want to talk a little bit about Yarmo because I've read a lot about him in recent years. Gone back, but I don't think he's—he's he's more than just the sunglasses. You know you know him for the sunglasses, right? Yes. That's all I know Yarmo for is the sunglasses. Catnip. Catnip, you know. He's the guy with
0: the crazy, crazy sunglasses over the head.
1: (laughs) He had the over the head sunglasses. But there's a lot more to Yarmo's history. I'm gonna take a lot here from Alan Shipnuck article uh, before the nineteen ninety nine Ryder Cup, which Yarmo qualified for. Mark James's European team. But, uh, and several the battle other, at Brookline, several other sources. That's correct. Um, so Yarmo, like, hey, good job citing your sources. Oh, thanks. Shout out to Alan Shipnuck. I was, you know, barely in high school. Said, it's, a, it's, an admi-
0: up, it's an admirable thing to do today. So,
1: putting up 20s and 10s, you know, for a long time now, Alan. Uh, so Yarmo kind of, Insane backstory, insane back. So he came over, so he emigrated from Finland into, into Sweden. And apparently that's like, the Swedes look down upon that. Significant, look down, very much down on, on the Finns that immigrated. in, according to this article, and according to a couple others I read.
0: I bet so there's he, a lot of rivalries between Norway, Sweden, and Finland.
1: Probably, I'm sure. But I'm, I, I don't quote me on it. So like middle class a working class background he just took to fighting in the streets of Stockholm. People would like make fun of him. Jarmo would just try to knock him out. Big fighter, big street fighter in Stockholm. Um street
0: for, street for fighting uh Sandelin.
1: So he was just kind of like this outcast from from the from the beginning. Regularly getting into getting into fights. He got into the game of golf via putt putt via mini golf and never really started until, until he was 14 years old. Cause he was just always fighting angry. And one day he passed this driving range, just started like pounding balls, taking out his anger. Uh, but he didn't start till he was late, 14 years old. So he was kind of like, and he was, you know, this immigrant kid and the street kid. So he's totally ostracized from the Swedish golf federation, had to do it all on his own. So, <coughs> He basically became a pro, taught himself the game on his own after getting into it via putt-putt. He turned pro <laughs> putt-putt. in 1987 after playing the game for just six years when he turned pro. He hadn't played golf for more than six years, turned pro. So he, bounces, he bounces around the Challenge Tour um, a bunch. He like, really struggles to get around the Challenge Tour before he makes it eventually. And wins Rookie of the Year on the European Tour in 1995. That's the start of an an event. It's for amazing. Life. What turning pro in 1987, Rookie of the Year in 95, 87 to 95. Yeah, had to work his way around.
0: But but then but the when you couple in the fact that six years earlier he played he he just started playing golf at putt putt. Yeah,
1: it's like, and he's a wild man. Like he's crazy, complete loon. And he's just total outcast. He got no coaching from the Swedish Golf Federation, no like funding. He just was sort of on his own. And he's Rookie of the Year on the freaking European Tour. Um, all right, what else? So, just known for like having enormous, enormous length back then, and just a wild, insane, aggressive approach. That that was like his whole thing. He carried. A 57 inch driver. (laughs) 57 inch driver. Because he would just take this thing out and whale away. Like he just wanted to hit it. He was ahead of his time. 57 inches? That's like the long
0: drive competition. He
1: was ahead of his time. He was
0: a Bob and Gouger in a different generation.
1: Like there's these great quotes about like he doesn't know how to hit it. Like the standard (laughs) is like 43 and a half. He was swinging a 57-inch long driver tour. So the one, what's the one quote? This guy, uh, shit, all over the place here. <laughs> he, so <laughs> this is Shipneck's article. His obsession with length began to lessen as he shelved the giant, giant driver, which now hangs on the wall like an oversized marlin at the Stars and Bars <laughs> establishment his favorite sports bar in Mar- Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, tra- and yeah, so he lives in Monte Carlo. Or he- Unreal. 1999. Total mystery man. So, so he stopped trying to turn the ball over for extra distance too, and started hitting a controlled fade. But he went from 57 down to 52 inches. Still 52. <laughs> and he goes. So he goes to uh, the 1999 Medina. Right, it was at 99 in Medina. He turned out Thursday in a white velour short trimmed in pea green with a $1,500 jewel encrusted Claudio Calistani belt. He spent most, he thought he so he went to the tour, $1,500 belt and a 52 inch driver. And this guy, uh, Johansson, he goes, I think a couple of times I've wanted to tell him to get rid of that driver, he can't hit it, nobody can. He hits his three one. <laughs> He hits his three with 280 yards and straight. That's good enough. It's an image thing. It's very Yarmo to have that big driver. <laughs> Total nut job. So, so I've skipped ahead a lot. So he came back. 99 was supposed to be his big like return. Uh, <laughs> return from what? Because he went to the States. He wanted to go to the States after okay. when he worked the year. He won. He made one cut in 14 starts in the mid-90s. I want to say it was like 96. Yeah. Uh, 1996. He made 14 starts and he earned $2,500. And so he had to go back to Europe with this, with this 57-inch driver. He was on the PGA Tour in 1996. Then so he went back to the Euro, Euro, Europe after missing only, making only one cut in 14 starts. Because he goes, that was the best thing that ever happened to me America was playing like shit. I learned all my weaknesses. Um so he goes when when he got rid of the 57 inch and went and after missing 13 or 14 cuts, he goes, Four years ago, I was like a jungle man. I would go for it all the time. Now I try to control myself. Keep in mind he still is the 52-inch driver, and his like Swedish friends telling him he can't hit it and he doesn't know what he's doing. He hits a three 280 down the middle. Stop. So then I mean, you want to talk controversy? <laughs> you can't stop laughing. The Lancome Trophy 1997 accuses Mark O'Meara, who later had nicknamed Market Nearer, <clears throat> of cheating. But this was after in the third round, uh, Lee Westwood accused Sandalin of cheating. Oh, Westy would then go be his, his Ryder Cup partner in '99. Westwood called him out. Said the ball moved, but uh Sandlin got in his face, said he hadn't grounded the club yet, and a rules official sided with Sandalin. He went on <clears throat> what he shoot on Sunday? He lost to Omira by a shot. And it was someone provided evidence to Sandalin that that O'Meara had mismarked his ball.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So <laughs> he waited. This took place in the Lancôme Trophy in September of 97. He waited until the following March, and he sent video of the incident and a letter to Omira demanding he give back the trophy and the title. September tournament. Following March, he sends him video and a letter demanding the trophy and the winner's check be returned and that he should get it after a mismarking of the ball. And, of course, he, then he he goes, I'm going public, and I'm going to demand the apology. Omira's like... I'm not giving back the trophy from six months ago. And the by chucks, April,
0: and the checks are in the bank.
1: Yeah. By April, you know, Omiro's was like, I might've mismarked it. I don't know. Who's this fucking crazy Swede. That's like sending me videos six months later.
0: It's sad. Um, it's sad that that happened early in Westwood's career. The rules official had no clue that he was going to side with Sandlin over arguably the greatest European tour player of all time.
1: Right. Right. And so he, he got it in O'Meara's face and, for, you know, accused him of cheating via letter and video, and then went public with it. And then at the 96 Dunhill Cup, this is pretty infamous. one. And I knew about this and I knew about this it's over the head. At the Dunhill Cup in 96, he was described as Europe's bad boy. Playing at the old course, this is from Alan Shipnuck. Sandalin nearly came to blows with Phil Nicholson during their match. Oh, my God. Did you know about this? No. You're going to love this. Sandelin was celebrating his frequent birdies by (laughs) pretending that his putter was a rifle. (laughs) Just like shooting it all over the green. (laughs) Shooting at the cup. He claims he was only shooting at the hole in a sort of obnoxious celebration (laughs) while Mickelson felt the imaginary bullets were aimed at him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> here's phil i wasn't going to let <laughs> let it go without saying something walking off the 13th green mickelson said our noses touched and we had words Sandalin confirmed the incident quote i told him to fuck off i have, i haven't i haven't spoken to him since and have no desire to do so <laughs> He's out there machine gunning with his putter. Mickelson thinks it's aimed at him, and they come nose to nose.
0: Imagine Yarmo if Yarmo was running around right now, like with social media.
1: Well, he's playing the the Tucson Coligar this weekend. Monday qualified. I hope he's
0: putting on the conquistador hat.
1: So, so that was the whole thing. So, so he's in the spotlight coming into '99 Ryder Cup. I'll, I'll wrap it up here. And uh, so he's a rookie. and They're like, this is going to be terrible. And Mickelson already hates him. Omira hates him. It's just like <laughs> all the fans are going to be hostile. And so he's like, he um, goes, "I feel sorry for Mickelson and Omira. This is the week of the Ryder Cup. Think about the pressure on them. They really have to kick my ass. If they lose at home, my God, imagine the shame." For me to lose is expected. <laughs> it's like they really have to kick my ass. So that was that crazy. Mark James is the captain. He yeah. sat all his rookies for everything until Sunday singles. And uh, Yarmo draws Phil in Sunday singles. Man. So, um, and, and Mark James sent them out the rookies, Yarmo Sandal and John Val- Vandeveld and Andrew Coltart, who hadn't played all week. <laughs> They send him out Sunday, his first three players. Of course, this is the great comeback of the Ryder Cup, the Brookline, Miracle. He sends them out. They draw Phil, DL3, and Tiger. <laughs> they haven't played at all. So Yarmo and Phil, it, it was tense. Apparently, like, he got booed on the second green against Phil and started mocking the fans, like, <laughs> saying, you know, raising his hands, like, boo, you know, boo me more. Second hole, and you got beat like four and three. He got dropped. <laughs> I just love the idea of these guys sitting the whole week, and then they draw Phil DL3 and Tiger. First three matches Colt, de Vandeveld, and Sandalin. So that's the legend of Yarmo, just up to 1999. 57 inch driver, machine gunning, accusing cheating, being accused of cheating, you know, a street fighter in Stockholm. So follow him this week, Yarmo. New, new
0: favorite of the shotgun start. Much
1: more than the sunglasses. Just think about like, he's a Bryson type, but he doesn't. He knows he's wild. He calls himself crazy, and doesn't consider himself smarter. He's just like maybe he found the secret in a fifty-seven-inch driver. So.
0: Yes, yeah. It sounds like it was an ego thing.
1: It does. He <laughs> he hit the ball fine apparently with his three one. <laughs> it's like he can't hit it. Nobody can. I love that. The other Swedish. All right, are we doing another flashback? Do, do,
0: I mean I did the research? I'll run through it. Do quick. it. No, I'll no, no, no. I
1: took too long. I took said, too you long.
0: didn't take too long. That was fantastic. Yarmo's great. That was I a tremendous him. flashback. That was better, nose- better than any flashback Friday I've ever put together.
1: We came nose to nose, and I told Phil to fuck off. So. <laughs> Thought the imaginary bullets were aimed at him. What is that <laughs> sentence? What are we talking about?
0: I all mean, right. I think we need to try and get Yarmo on the pod.
1: We can do that. We can do that. All right.
0: Um. right. All right. And we're going back to 2010.
1: Oh. Honda. Who won that? Sabo? No.
0: No, this is last year we did Sabo. It was 2011.
1: <laughs> okay. Who was it? Camillo Vijegas Oh. The Spider-Man. The Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> At this point, he is just... He's the next big thing in golf. He beat Anthony Kim by five.
1: Wow! Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, had an unbelievable week. He played great. So it was the third win on the PGA Tour. So at this point, he he had won two FedEx Cups and like a stacked Honda Classic field. Yep. And yep. there were real conversations like. A lot of people like Anthony Kim was ranked below him in the, in the world golf rankings and uh, people thought he was better than Anthony Kim. Some people. So, so the first two wins come at, he
1: was just a yeah. stud at Florida. People thought yeah. he was going to be. Yeah.
0: And he was like, he, he hit it far. He was <clears throat> yep. really good. Really good player. Yep. Had some good finishes in majors
1: athlete, so- all that nonsense. You know, it's easy to, yeah. Hype.
0: He was at thirteen under. It was his low score at uh, PGA National. It was the low score ever at PGA National for years, um, for the whole whole tournament. So, um, so on the year he had had three top tens in his three starts, and he went to the next week was Durrell, the WGC. He was the favorite. Okay. So like Phil, it was he was yeah, the favorite at Darrell. Yeah. So he he doesn't win again until 2014
1: was that when he went on the FedEx Cup the FedEx Cup thing where he won the BMW at Bell Reve no Reef? that
0: was 20, 2008 so that was oh, before was this before Honda that. win. okay that's why okay. people were like holy he won he won two FedEx Cup playoff events that's in right. 2008. Okay. He, won the, he won Bell Reeve at the BMW at Bell Reeve and the Tour Championship. so okay. he lost his card in 2012 but he had conditional status and he got a ton of (laughs) sponsors exemptions because he's Camino Vijay. Flashy. Yeah. And so he played a full schedule on conditional, got his status back that he doesn't, doesn't win until the 2014 Wyndham. So in a 2016 golf magazine interview, he said, I felt like I had to be out there putting in the hours. It was frustrating. then, that's when you realize you've got to, to enjoy the process. A few years later, I won the Wyndham championship. Was it injury or swing related or something else? It was just part of the a normal pro- process. No one is immune. Something gets off and it just starts snowballing. You lose confidence. You're not having as much fun. You're not practicing. You. I never stopped practicing, but I probably wasn't practicing as efficiently as I should have been. And you start seeing results. So. He just falls off the face of the earth, essentially. So after the 24, so since the Wyndham win, so everybody's like, oh, Vijegas might be back. He's had two top 10s since 2014. Okay. Okay. He, at the RSM and a T10 at the Valero.
1: Not exactly.
0: He had a really uh, bad inju- uh, shoulder injury then, and he was out for two years with that. Oh, man. Um, and then in June of, uh, 2018, he won an amateur
1: cycling competition. I was, I was wondering if we were getting into the cycling cause he kind of always, yeah, dual interest there. So he Remember did, he would do like the yeah. oxygen masks and like all these, like he would go get all these tests. Yeah. He had he's these very not. intense, like cycling training and, and they would check his like oxygen in his blood and all that stuff or whatever, you know? Really intense into cycling.
0: This uh this <clears throat> Colombian uh race was uh in the on like a famous mountain track. He did ninety kilometers in two hours and forty six minutes of one. Um so a couple other things that happened. That's but Vajegas is back playing pain free now. So that's why he was he's in the field this week and he was uh Played he's well in, in Colombia, yeah.
1: KFT
0: event T four the Colombia, so he'll probably be back on tour soon. But it's kind of just crazy how these guys, Did we always like. He'll be
1: back on tour.
0: I mean, he's got a T four on the on Corn Ferry. Like he doesn't yeah, have to do that sure. much, and he's a big that's name. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so you you're always like convinced it's it's something funny because like we always talk about oh that guy can't miss, but like and obviously it's relevant with like in. Vajegas is not Spieth at all, but, like, how Spieth's gone through this. But, like, you forget how quickly it can just go in golf.
1: Yeah. For people Uh, we think are stars or are stars even in their time.
0: So here's a few other things that happened. 2010? 2010, yeah. Okay. Um, There was a controlled burn at at a park, like a state park down the road. What? and and the scroll burn. Yeah, and it was so f- smoky. People were having trouble breathing. And visibility was so low that they almost called the called the day.
1: Doesn't sound like the control was that controlled. No. Sounds like it got out of control. Yeah. You can't host a golf tournament. To our, you can't breathe or see. Um
0: something relevant with with our our friend Patrick Reed. Uh, So, uh, Graham McDowell was one shot of the lead on Friday. Yeah. Found the water on 18 and he went, it just, it was just barely in the water. So he went in to hit it and he felt he clipped the water on his backswing. Everybody else was like, no, you didn't clip it. We didn't (laughs) see anything. He's like, no, I clipped it. So, after the he finished out, he went in and they were for thirty minutes in the in the truck looking at replays and they and mm-hmm. he 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 deemed that he clipped the he called the two stroke penalty on himself. Wow. wow. Uh So. Good on Graham. Of,
1: yeah. yeah. A, little,
0: a little different.
1: And he won win the U.S. Open a few months later. Yeah. Twenty ten.
0: Karma. There you go. Um. <laughs> Nathan Green was in the hunt. On, he was the closest competitor to uh, Vajegas coming down the stretch in the hunt. And he found the water on 17. <laughs> and he failed to hit the ball out of the water. He tried to hit it out
1: of the water. <laughs> he failed
0: three consecutive times oh, in a row.
1: Then you go, what? He, he, made a se-
0: he made a seven. He made a 30-footer for seven on the par three. <laughs>
1: That happens. That's catnip. They love them. the guys go in the water, roll the roll the roll the pant legs up. A lot of social content this week. I'll, uh, JT posting today. Yeah. Ideally, the guy takes his shirt off, like a Gary Woodland, and his boxers. I saw that being reshared from a couple of years ago.
0: Yes, yeah, Stenson did that a few years That's ago.
1: A big Honda week. Big Honda's big for the hitting out of water and not fully clothed content. So,
0: um, one other thing. Justin Rose needed a win to qualify for the masters in twenty ten wow he he started the week seventy sixth in the world rankings he I didn't like he wasn't 20, in the w g c field
1: twenty ten was when it really started to turn right
0: oh yeah better like
1: he so won. He, he finished third
0: <coughs> at yep. this event and it just started yep yeah skyrocket uh. So this was like the the start of Rose's ascent. Got it. That's it. That's all, all I got. Spider Man.
1: Spider-Man. Camilo.
0: Maybe Camilo's on his way back.
1: He, he might be, it sounds like. Unless he wants to get into cycling. You never know.
0: Hey, do you want to do the uh, do you want to do the PGL segment?
1: No. <laughs> we're in an hour five. I don't think we're going to. PGL, maybe the AMA. You want to do the PGL schedule? No, 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 we're not doing that. All right, everyone enjoy. Hey, by the way, it's bixbycoffee.com slash shotgun start. Yeah, I didn't mention that. I was just thinking, we never actually said where you could get the coffee, but I figure you guys are smart enough to track it down. Google, but bixbycoffee.com slash shotgun start. We have our own little fancy URL.
0: We're now a coffee company, <laughs> we're not the not golf podcast anymore.
1: It's just the, the start, <laughs> we're going to be everywhere, like frozen frozen the movie we're gonna be in merchandise target everywhere maybe merchandise maybe juice box you know string cheese doll houses we'll be everywhere just like yeah no this is just a a modest modest beginning so all right enjoy your fridays enjoy your weekends enjoy the honda classic and we will uh, catch up with you on monday